coming live, it's a sports-based broadcast. Tuning in to the Points Made Podcast. Coming live, it's a sports-based broadcast. Tuning in to the Points Made Podcast. Points Made Podcast. Points Made Podcast. Points Made Podcast. Where points are made. Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Points Made Podcast. It's your host, Chris, with my homie, Amir, what's up, bro? Yo, I'm bringing the life this episode. Just wanted to, you know, come in here with some extra energy. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Welcome. Welcome to the show, bro. Yeah, welcome back. You all, welcome back. It's been a, right, an interesting time since the last time we recorded. It's been hot outside. I'm happy that the cicadas are finally gone, though. That's a good thing. That's the East um, Coast problem. But yeah. Y'all don't have those? No. Wow, I actually don't have them at um, my house in La Plata, but when I was with Mache, they had them like a lot out there. So mm. I was running. Can't to relate. A lot more. Can't relate. Yeah, lucky you. And what well, y'all can't get tornadoes right either. Nah. Yeah, y'all just that just sounds like the perfect place. I mean, nah. Shoot, the winter time is trash. There? The winter time in Chicago is trash, but yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so, yeah, like you said, a lot has happened. Um, You know, last time we talked, you know, it was the semis were going on, but one of them series just ended last night in Staples Center. The Suns managed to close out in game six. Uh, CP3 made a statement, 41 points, about to make his first finals appearance. Shout out to him. But, bro, let's talk about it. Um, I thought it was going to go five. Your prediction came true. Um, Suns won in six, so kudos to you. But thank um, you. thank you. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk. Um, what more can I say? Shout out to CP3, man. But but before we talk about oh, the Suns, God. I'm about to say before <laughs> we talk about the Suns because they're gonna get a lot of love this episode. I really want to shout out Paul George. For oh, bro, his... I was gonna get there. We was gonna get there. We was gonna get there. Uh, okay, I just want to start it off with him yeah, because you know no. we be people be loud to hate. So we absolutely I'm gonna be loud when I appreciate what he did this postseason for the Clippers, playing the most minutes um, in the whole playoffs by a wide margin, being consistently being a leader and a go-to guy for them. Even when he had off nights, he made sure to do other things, play defense, grab rebounds, pass. He was just he was just there when Kawhi Leonard went down. The adversity was against the Clippers, and it looked like they were about to go home. Him and Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris and Pat Bev and, and Terrence Man, Terrence Man, Luke Kennard, all those guys stepped up. Nicholas Batum, like the whole squad stepped up. Um, and then they they even came to Western Conference Finals and without Kawhi, they took the Sun six games. They made it an interesting series without their best player. So I just want to give a big shout out to the, the Clippers as a whole, but really Paul George because. Everybody was questioning his playoff um, value before this this run, and I think I think this run should officially put that to sleep. So I really wanted to just give a big shout out to Paul George for what he did yes. this whole season. Playoff P, absolutely. He had twenty seven nine and five um, in the postseason. He he did what he had to do. Points were definitely made, um, but I mean we don't know what's going to happen with the Clippers next year if. Well, maybe yeah. Kawhi is going, you know. Uh, yeah, to the well, you know. We can use that. We can use that. We gonna energy. talk we about that vibes. another time. But yeah, but yeah. So shout out to the Clippers. Um, wait, wait, wait. I'm, what are we on. gonna do for NBA free agency? Are we gonna be on break? Yeah, we could t- we could talk about that later. It's all good. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about the Suns. Um, 
first finals appearance for CP3. So with the Suns, you know, coming out of the West, like I predicted. Um, Good job. What, Good job by you. <laughs> so what does that mean? Put like, put, does put it, the clapping in the background. So at the, no, I'm not doing that. Um, so like now that they locked up the West, right, and yeah. they're going into the finals, seeing how what we're looking at in the East semis right now, or the East Conference finals right now. Not the East wow. semis. No, it's the conference. Are you tripping, bro? You good? <laughs> nah, I was chilling. I did. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so that's what I'm saying. So, out of whoever comes out the East, does it matter? Like, do the Suns lock up the finals because they can beat both teams that come, either team that come out? Um, it depends if Giannis is alive or, you know, where he's at right now. Dude. Um, <laughs> I, I've already told you that. I think the Bucks fully healthy is a better team than the Suns. But right now the Bucks are not fully healthy. So the Suns may – if the Suns get to face a team that's not, you know, at full strength, then there's no way they lose. I can't see the Bucks team without Giannis even t- coming close to the Suns. And I don't think – I think the Hawks fully healthy – are not a better team than the Suns. So I think the Suns are in a good spot right now. Once again, it all depends on what, you know, how Giannis heals. But if he doesn't come back, then I see no way the, the Suns don't win the championship. Yeah, um, same. I don't see with Giannis being out tonight, and I don't, we don't know what's going to happen. I think, I think the Suns have locked up the finals. I think whoever comes out the East will probably give them get a game off them, but I think they win. Oh yeah, no, they're not. I don't think they. I think a Hawks will be healthy team gets two games off them because yeah. I th- I think that as good as I do think the Suns are, you know, it's it's not like they're a super team. They're they're a solid team, but you saw in this series against the Clippers without once again the Clippers best player, you saw that the the Clippers were able to exploit them at times. The Suns went cold from three. Like they have those moments where they look like like where they're vulnerable and, and beatable. So mm-hmm. it's not like they're like, oh, God, this team is going to roll whoever comes. But I do think they win. I don't think it'll be a roll, though. Especially and if the Bucks once again, I'll say this again, if the Bucks have Giannis and he's 85 to 90% healthy, I'm not sure I'd pick the Suns against that team. Mm. Yeah, I think that, I think that's fair to say. But I don't know, man. That The way Giannis yeah, landed. I'm about to his... say, that's a stretch. We don't know yeah. if he's going to be healthy. So, you know. Yeah, um, I doubt it. Actually, I really doubt that he's health. he'll be healthy enough to play. If he if he were to come back in the finals, I think it would be like game game three or four. Three or four. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And the Suns would have home court advantage. So the Suns have home court advantage in the finals, regardless. They've had home court advantage all the way through because the one seed in the West got knocked out. Yeah. So. so. And it's worked to their advantage. Their home court, they be going crazy. <laughs> yeah, Suns and full man. Yeah. So. Um, real quick, I just want to go back to the Clippers. Shout out to Ty Lue, man. I think that's yeah, yeah. I forgot. Gotta him. give him his yeah, flowers, bro. Shout out to Ty Lue. You know, um, we know what he did yep. with Cleveland, but mm-hmm. ten and two all time when facing elimination, and it's yep. three well, and ten and three now. Cause well, yeah, yeah, of course. But before last night, you know, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I would, you're, you're right, and I, I, I apologize for missing him. I should have said his name. Um, he had uh, everybody wanted to say Ty Lue was a product of LeBron James, and that's the reason he had a championship. Well, yeah. now had he showed y'all, in. and he still only has one championship. Shout out to Ty Lue. 
<laughs> he still did well though. He had to step in after the firing of Doc Rivers. You nah, know? I'm joking. I'm joking. Ty Lue Come is on, a man. Great co- he's a great head. You just coach. stepped top over. Five. You just stepped he's, over him. Oh, <laughs> he's top five all time. I mean, not all time. Excuse me. He's top five in the coaching right now in the league. I think that's fair. That's absolutely fair. But yeah, also, he proved his worth this postseason for sure. The way he adjusted on the fly, the way he did the Utah really exploited their whole team and shows how you can beat them on a night-to-night basis. If you have five Exposed. shooters, put them out there because Rudy Gobert will look silly. Silly, super silly. But also, speaking of coaching, this was so – like, it was just so touching yesterday. Like, shout out to Monty Williams um, with him and Chris Paul's story back in New Orleans 10 years ago and then now going to their finals together. I just think that was just a – a really nice story and uh, Chris Paul winning on the Clippers floor, you know, that's, and him having a, a great night. I just think like, those are all like nice touching moments from last night's game. So really good for him. Cause, uh, good for him. Even though he'd be flopping and be blowing me, but good for him. Oh yeah. No, that, uh, <laughs> that you know how I feel about that. <laughs> all right. So obviously, um, we just talked about it a little bit. Giannis was out with a knee injury um, by midway through the Hawks game at game four. And the Hawks did not have Trey Young the whole game, but the Hawks managed to win. I know you want to give a couple shout outs. I'll leave that to you. Uh, Trey Young was out with a bone bruise, but the Hawks managed to win. So with both superstars injured, right, which yes. team will really make that push to come out the East? Speaking of the shots, I just wanted to once again shout another player, Lemon Pepper Lou. Lemon stepping, Pepper Lou. Stepping in off the bench when it looked like the Bucks were going to destroy the Hawks that Trey Young was out. He came in and he he led the team and he played well. Uh, Bogdan, Herder, um, Collins wasn't that great, but, you know, still his just his um, his hustle and things. Cam, Shout out to my guy Cam Reddish. Though. I really like Cam Reddish and he played good. Shout out to him. Um, but, yeah, no, once again, the whole Hawks team, when it looked like, I mean, you could have just packed it in because your best player was gone. Sim- similar to the Clippers, it was a next man up mentality, and, and they they did what they were supposed to do. They came out, they played with energy, effort, hustle. They gave everything they had, and they came out with the win. I do want I can't let the Bucks off the hook, though, because mm-hmm. even, when, even when Giannis was in the game, they were still getting outplayed. And I just don't understand why why that is. I, I don't think the Bucks really understand that this is the conference finals, and that if you win, you're going to the finals. Like you got to give you got <laughs> to give effort, a hundred percent effort every game. And it's like when Trey Young was out. You know, sometimes teams underestimate another team when one of their best players goes out. Yeah. But you can't do that in the conference finals. You just can't. You got to treat every night. I feel like if Trey Young was there. The effort by the Bucks would have been way more. But once they saw that he wasn't going to be there, they were like, okay, we can relax. We can cruise to the win. And that wasn't the case. And they were getting beat when Giannis was in there. And then when Giannis came out, it just all it just all unraveled. And the, the Hawks weren't playing any games with the rest of that team. So I don't know. if I, We don't know the update on Trey Young. We don't have his status. He's questionable for tonight. But we don't really know if he's going to play or not. If he does, though, I assume that the Hawks win tonight. And I would pick the Hawks to win the series because I don't I don't think Giannis comes back. That injury that he had, what did he have? The hyperextended knee. You don't just bounce back up two days from now and be like, oh, I can play. So I would pick the Hawks to win the series if Trey Young was here. And if he's not, I'd I'd roll with the Bucks. I don't think that underestimates so, the Hawks again. 
you're going to say the Hawks win Game Five in if Trey Young plays, and if 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 he doesn't play, then I think the Bucks win. So so I don't know if you, I think you said you have them, but if the Hawks lose tonight, do you still have them winning this series? If Trey Young comes back Game Six and Seven, yes. If Trey Young comes back at any point in time before this series is over, the Hawks win. If he does not, they lose. Okay. I'd have to agree. I mean, I had Hawks in six, so I'm still. Oh, you did. Shout yeah. out to you. We're going to see. I, had, I don't know. I had, I, Bucks in, I had Bucks in six. I, didn't, I don't know because I just I went against them twice, and I'm just like, I can't do this again. So, <laughs> I um, yeah, I just I got to stick with them. But hopefully, yeah. Um, ugh, these injuries, man. Let's just get into it, man. These injuries are still, like, making huge impacts. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. I, I missed one person with a shout out. Shout out Nate McMillan. He also did okay. similar to Ty Lue. He stepped in. I, I don't want to leave the coaches out. He stepped in once again, and he's after his time with the Pacers, when it was like people were kind of writing him off, he came and he was an assistant. I don't even remember who the Hawks coach was before him, but then once he was called to be the interim head coach, he stepped in, and the Hawks turned it around completely. So shout out to the black coaches, man, and shout out to Scottie Pippen. Um. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, absolutely. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're trash, dude. Anyway. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> um, real quick, I don't want to get I'm just getting off topic for a second. Did you see this? That w- the Washington football team is getting fined $10 million in a, as yeah, a result? Yeah, I saw Chef Schefter. Yeah, who cares? Sorry, I just. Ten, you said 10 mil or 10? You said 10 mil, right? 10 million, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a penny for Dan Steiner, who's a piece of trash, by the way. Yeah, they just released a statement from Dan Snyder. Just released a statement. I'm so tired of him. He got. I'm happy that at least we got Ron though. Ron, Ron is done. He's done everything he he could at least in the what's the name on the you know the roster and the culture of the team as far as like the players and things. He's fixed that, but the ownership will never be fixed unless Dan Snyder is gone. Sorry, it just felt good to get, like, a breaking news from Adam Schefter. It's just been so long. There's nothing going on I want the, the breaking news Aaron Rodgers is sitting out the season. That's <laughs> all the breaking news I need. Oh, well, it says that you guys didn't lose any draft picks or get any suspensions. So that's good for you. Great, because I don't want to lose any draft picks. I'd rather get fined than lose draft picks. So, anyway, sorry, back to um, what we were talking about, the injury bug. So it's still, like, making um, – It's rounds. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Still causing havoc everywhere. So, you know, with Trey Young out, Giannis, Kawhi missing that whole series. Um, I mean, I, I, we, can, we can blame the bubble. You know, we can blame a lot of things. But I do think that next year it'll get better. I do too. But then you've also seen there's players like Shaq and th- guys like that have come out and been like, well, well, there was like this, these injuries are not a product of the short off season. Shut up. Just shut up. I Actually, I've had enough of Shaq anyway because that, that buddy just talks and talks and talks and talks and then waves his four rings around. Congratulations, Shaq. You won four rings. Let's just move on. We don't care anymore. Like, that was so long ago. Like, he, he I feel like he just thinks his opinion is so – it's like God's opinion. Like, ugh, that should just be blowing me, man. But yeah, I, I, this bro. is definitely – yeah, no, because Shaq, be, Shaq just be talking. But this is this is definitely a product of the short off season. Like, come on. Like, we can't – we can't pretend like it's not. Obviously not for Trey Young because he wasn't in the bubble. But for Giannis 
it's just hard for me to, for you to tell me that he had he's played all these games in the span of however many months and that didn't take a toll on his body it, it does this is definitely a product of that now obviously they're like well adam silver didn't choose to continue the season or I mean or start the season really early it was the tv deals and all that stuff well rumor has it that a lot of the players didn't want the the what's the name the season to start till mid-January, early February, but they got overruled. And now look what's happening. Yeah. Everybody's getting hurt. Yeah, absolutely. It sucks, bro. It really sucks. It took it took a lot out from the playoffs, but I'm still impressed with this playoffs. Like, I think it was still very entertaining. Um, I think it was entertaining just because there was no heavy favorite and every time you you wanted to pronounce somebody a heavy favorite somebody got hurt so it, it made you like you know scramble and think who oh, who's gonna win it now who's gonna win it now just like we're doing right now think about it with the hawks and bucks injuries so now it's got to think oh who's gonna win right yeah so that's in that sense yes it has been interesting but it sucks that it has to be interesting because people are going down so and i hate to say it but would you mark this year's finals with an asterisk i would i don't know if i'd mark it with a complete asterisk i might look at it a little funny but if if the suns win this ring cp3 will get the total he'll get you know the total amount of respect for me obviously i if not if everybody stayed healthy do i think this is how it turns out no but you know that's just what that's the name of the game that's how it is uh, it's not gonna go perfect every year so I'm willing to not really put a huge asterisk next to this. I might not even put an asterisk at all. I'll give whoever wins credit um, just because, you know, you still have to you still have to go out there and play. Even if you got some advantages, you still have to go out there and do your job. And, and whoever wins will have done that. So, you know. No asterisk. Final no asterisk. answer. No asterisk for me. On the last two seasons, no asterisk in the bubble, no asterisk now. That's how it's got to be. If it's I no asterisk, I don't. I never if, thought the bubble was an it was an asterisk. But if it is, this one has to be too. That's just how it's got to work, right? Oh, it's like no either or. I feel that. Yeah, no, no either or. You can't pick and choose if your favorite team is doing good now. Oh, this the bubble's an asterisk, but this isn't. You can't do it like that. If that if the bubble's an asterisk, so is this season. So let me ask you this last question before we close out um, from our NBA segment. Now, the Suns win the finals, right? Let's right. just say that happens. The Suns win the finals, whether it's a gentleman's sweep or a sweep, because I think it'll be either or. And I think it'll be six, but. Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. Six? Yeah, maybe. So, they had a good regular season as well. So, they win the finals, had a great regular season. Now, next year, you get a fully healthy Lakers. You get a fully healthy Warriors team. Don't know what's going on with the Clippers. Who? Hold on. Full- let me say this. If the Warriors come back fully healthy they're already a better team than the Suns. And that's without them making any moves. So that was my question. Would the Suns still be the favorite to be that top three, top four team in the West next year? I'd take a fully healthy, healthy Lakers team over them. I'd take a fully healthy Warriors team over them. I'd Would you even take t- fully I'd healthy th- Nuggets? I was just about to say, I'd even take a fully healthy Denver team over them. That's mm. three. If Kawhi resigns with the Clippers, I'd take the Clippers over them, and then I'd have the Suns at five. If everybody's fully healthy, that's what I would do. Okay. I wouldn't have anybody else over them, though. I don't think the Jazz. I think the Jazz fall off next year. I think they. I really do think the Jazz got exposed this year in this playoff. 
They now did. You see, you see how to beat them. If you go five out, that's how you beat them. Put five four spacers, and that that for some teams that'll be hard. Like for example, for a team like my favorite team, the Heat, we wouldn't be able to do that. So they they'd still be good against teams like us. It gotta be teams have, with some shooters, yeah. It's gotta be teams with shooters. Like a team like the Sixers, they do well against. Um, team even like the Lakers would be a good pretty much matchup for them, unless AD runs to five, then obviously not. But a team like the Nets or a team like that that could just spread them out, that's not a good matchup for them. Or a team like the Clippers, like you saw the Suns, yeah, teams that can go small ball and put a Crazy. put a stretch four at the five would that those teams don't pull well. All because the defensive player I mean, those of the teams year well. cannot defend. It's just so wild. It's wild to me. Um, but yeah. Um, the Jazz, I think they do. Bro, you know it's crazy. I called it too, like way earlier in the, way early in in this show. You had them as a power ranking because they consistently had like the best record in the NBA throughout, like a couple fluctuations. But remember what I said. Remember and what I, I said. said. And I said that I don't remember what you said, but just tell me in a second. I just want to get this out before I forget. But what I was saying was that although they kept having it for me, they were giving me that Denver effect. That 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 greatest team in the regular season but won't be able to show it in the playoffs at all even with all their players fully healthy and that's what happened even though donovan mitchell did have a tweak in his ankle um in the later games but that's what happened i mean and i don't i don't think they'll get over that hump i just don't but even when i had my power rankings i was still saying i wouldn't take them over the lakers i wouldn't take them over the clippers and then even when the playoffs started i said whatever team comes out of the four or five matchup will beat the Jazz in round two. I was never a firm believer in the Jazz because, once again, I just don't think, like I said in playoff time, when it comes down to get buckets, I don't know who their second best bucket getter is. And then, unfortunately, Mike Conley got hurt, and I think that really did affect them, like, in a bad way, like, truly. But even with him, like, if they had Mike Conley, I do, I don't know. So if they had Mike Conley and Kawhi still got hurt, I do think they probably would have beat the Sixers. I mean, to beat the Clippers, excuse me. But I just don't know if if Kawhi's fully healthy, or even if Luca gets out, what would Luca do to to go bare? If they put five shooters out there, that would be insane. He'd find that switch every time, and if he didn't, somebody would be wide open at the wing or corner, and you're getting wide open threes. Gobert would have been played out the series, kind of like how Luca played Patrick Beverly off the floor. Like think about how Luca played Zubac off the floor. Yeah, like he would have done the same thing to Gobert. So Expose. I don't think I don't think they beat the Mavs either. I just don't think Utah has it. I, given now, this is one thing I will agree with Shaq on. Given Rudy Gobert a five-year, two hundred five million dollar deal was stupid. It was so dumb, and they'll be bad or not bad, but they'll be uh, above average, but never Man. great for the foreseeable future because Rudy <laughs> Gobert is Rudy Gobert is supposed to be your second best player. That's just not that's just not going to win in the NBA. You need a second. You need two guys that will get you twenty points. Yeah. And look who look who's left. You have what's the name? The the Suns, Devin Booker and CP3. You have the Bucks, Giannis and Drew, or Giannis and Middleton. You got and three. And then you have the Hawks, who is like you know Trey Young's going to give you something. And then there's always another guy, whether that's Collins or Herder or or or, um, or Bogdan or yeah. Collins. Somebody somebody's always or Capella if he's having a good night. Somebody there's always going to be two players on that team that give you twenty. With with. The Jazz, I just don't know. I know Donovan Mitchell's going to give it to me, and some nights Bogdan will play well, or some nights Mike Conley, or some nights Ingles. But it's like, oh yeah, Bojan, Bojan, excuse me. But I just don't. They're not as trustworthy as the other teams that are left. And then next year, when you have the Lakers come back, 
you know AD and Braun is 20. Kawhi and PG, if they stay together, is 20. Um, Jokic and uh, Murray or Jokic and Porter is 20. So it's like they the teams they're going to have to match up with. Even the Blazers, I would trust more top two, CJ and Dame, if they stay together over That's not the happening. Jazz. So it's like... I just don't. I just don't. And then the Warriors, excuse me, now that the Warriors got back, Steph ain't Yeah, you're like naming the whole West. I get it, bro. I get it. That's what I'm saying. The the whole West has two options. I got it. Even the Pelicans have uh, Zion and, and, uh, what's the name? Ingram. So it's like the Jazz just, they're, yeah, they're just not going any. They're going nowhere slowly. So I have a question, hypothetical. Last one. What do you think if Damian Lillard manages to get to Dallas? With Luca, I don't think that's a good fit. Yeah, it now, could work. This is it what could work. I don't, it I don't think work. it's the best fit, but let me talk. <laughs> but Go ahead. Stars, stars always find a way. So it, it would it would end up working. But I think there are better fits out there. But I I think Luca. A lot of what Luca likes to do is having the ball in his hands, and Dame is the same way. Although I do think Dame plays good off the ball. I don't know how Luca would be good. I mean, how good Luca would be off the ball. Yeah. Now, he could shock me and prove me wrong, but I think Kawhi Leonard's a better fit for the Mavericks because Luka needs that defense, and then all he's got to do is set up Kawhi in his spots. Get Kawhi at the do they need one Kawhi more piece? The Mavs? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For no, sure. like, if they get Kawhi, do they still need one more piece? Oh, no, if they just, get Kawhi, just the two I'd of them, them, that's it? I'd pick, in, in, in playoff Perzingis, I'd pick them to if win he's the there. Okay. Because I think, I think you that would say, be, that'd be probably the best duo in basketball, right? Oh, well, so the top three then would be them, Luca. I mean, I mean, what's the name? Them, Ron and AD, and then Harden and Durant. That'd be the best three duos. But you said big threes were back. I thought we talked about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, they You're are. You're saying that duos are kind of like not going to work anymore. I, I agree with that in a sense, but you got to think Luca and Kawhi, and then you have, like I said, once again, Porzingis, and you have Dorian Finney-Smith. They have good role players that know how to play their roles. And then if they re-sign somebody like Tim Hardaway Jr., that, that's another 16. So with that, you're hoping that Porzingis could be your third option. It could be your, your third part of your big three. He can give you 18 a night. That's what okay. you're hoping for. And then, well, obviously, Kyrie Irving's unfair because he's going to be the best third option in every situation. Yeah. But you just got to hope that the Mavs um, roster lines up better than the Nets roster. So you said you would say uh And I said I said I'd pick them out the west. I didn't say I'd pick them to win it all. I said I'd pick them out the west. Okay. So but you I would do, say Go ahead, nigga. Go ahead. No, go, go, ahead, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're making points. Go ahead. I <laughs> No, I was just going to say I do think that it was I was going to be sure with it. I do think that sure? them and then all I said was going to say Hey, let me say it. All I was going to say is I think that them you're a troll. You're garbage. Go ahead, bro. I'm listening. Go ahead. All I was going to say is I think that the Nets versus Mavs, if that happened, would be a great series. That's all I was going to say. Okay. Yes, I was rapping. It's all good. <laughs> no, what I was going to say was I was just reiterating those top duos you said. You said Braun, AD. Luka. Yeah, Luka, Kawhi. Are you forgetting um, Steph and Clay? Not, no, they're not on that level. Now Steph is Steph is on that level because Steph I think is a top three NBA player, but Clay coming off an injury you don't want to put that on him. The reason I think the Warriors will be so dangerous is because you obviously got Draymond playing his role. I think they package those picks and get something better. But even if they don't, Wiggins Wiggins played his role well this year. If he gives me the same thing this year, I mean next year that he gave me this year, that's great. Eighteen points, 
and five rebounds is cool for what will be your third option. Then you'll still have Wiseman. You just got to hope he gets better. And then pl players like Poole and all them now have experience. Pascal, I mean, Eric Pascal, all those guys have experience now. So it's like you can forge ahead and try try to do it. But I, once again, I do think they package those picks. I don't think they keep Wiseman. I think 7, 14, and Wiseman go out for a star. And that way, I think the Warriors will have a big three plus Draymond, which you can really consider a big four because what he does defensively and playmaking-wise. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, let me flip it on you. Let me flip it on you. All right. If the Mavs got Kawhi, how far would they go? Say they run it back with the same exact team. And just adding Kawhi? Mm-hmm. The Western Conference Finals. Who beats them in the West? The Lakers. The Lakers must have got Dame or something. Yeah, I think that's. I think Dame will go to L.A. Hold on, the NFL is finding San Francisco, Jacksonville, and Dallas for OTA violations. <gasps> that's an Adam Schefter. <gasps> Dallas, Dallas. Good, great. Now we're even. Wow, Jerry's just such oh, a. Oh, McCarthy owner. got fined 150k. Mm -mm -mm. Is that your coach? Ron would never. What did they get? What did they do in OTA? Whatever. All right. Whatever. Anyway, so speaking of the NFL, let's go ahead and flip. So, yeah, to answer your question, Western Conference Finals, I think Dame goes to L.A. Lakers, they don't, yeah, they take care of business. I think LeBron's going to get one more ring, and I think it's going to be next year. I do, year. too. I think it's going to be next year. He's going to finish with five. It's only right. Um, So, let's switch over to the NFL. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's been so long. All right. So, we're going to do, we're going to have a segment. It's going to be yearbook superlatives. You know, for those who don't know what that is or need a refresher, because for me, it's been a while since I've been out of high school. So. Oh, a wow. Emphasis on wow. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Little nigga, relax. Anyway, so. Dang. Watch uh, <laughs> your, your mouth. Watch your mouth. You were a minor. That is just such a bad influence. Oh, God. stop. 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 Y'all should hear what he says, but I'm not even going to do it. Anyway, so. Uh, superlative. So, you know, best dress, most funniest, uh, person who can't, like, the worst driver, stuff like that. We can so, tell it's been a while since you've been out of school. Yeah, well, that's what it was in my yearbook. So, anyway, we're going to get into it uh, with NFL teams. Hold on, quick question. If you grabbed your yearbook today, well, could you find your yearbook? No. What What's your question, bro? Because what? What is it? Because I know it's something <laughs> stupid. So, what is it? What's your question? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Let's go. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, my gosh. You just stay interrupting me. It's okay, though. <laughs> so, anyway, like I was saying. So, we got some for the NFL just predicting our yearbook placements for next season. So, let's start things off. I guess I'll start it off. Um, best overall team. And we're doing the NFC. Sorry. I shouldn't yeah, make myself next week, Next week, we'll do what? We'll do the AFC. AFC. Yeah. So, the NFC, best overall team. Um, I really don't have a choice, so I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Bucks. They ran it back. They got all their pieces back. I don't see them uh, not taking advantage of that and having an easy schedule next season. So, yep. I'm going to say Tampa That's, Bay Bucks. One thing I want to say about that real quick is it's crazy how they have such a good schedule. I mean, such an easy schedule. That's actually – you know what I've wild. noticed? You know what I've noticed, though? Every team that is set up with the NFC East <laughs> has an easy schedule. But I think that's going to change this year. But anyway. Oh, we know you do. 
whatever. Bounce back division in SEs. I'm. I think so. I really do. I don't think we're going to be the NFC least. And if we, even if we were or are, we're still the most entertaining division in football. Thank you. Have a good night. Best overall <laughs> team partner. What are you saying? I've been rocking with him for a long time, so y'all should know it's, it's the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, he's been rocking just, with them since I they had love. Go ahead. No, that's cap. That's cap. You 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 that say you were cap. rocking with them for a long time. They they've had Jared Goff for a long time. So yeah, that I, when means... I say long time, I miss like since the Stafford deal, which is now what it's nigga. Been, what, that's five like months? <laughs> <laughs> that's not a long time. Well, well, what for young heck? people. I, for young people, I know you've seen your fair share. You tripping? For yo- go for ahead, young Ka- people, go ahead, bro. Five months, go ahead. A long time. All right, you no, but I've been okay. Let, let me rephrase it. I've been rocking with them ever since um, Matt Stafford got traded there, thank and that's you. not changing. Then you, then you I think that. that Jared Goff has been the one holding them back for a, a while now. Um, so I just I expect I expect this team to be a fourteen plus win team, 14, 15 games. That's what I'm expecting from them because their defense is so – I like their defense. Obviously, they lost a couple people, John Johnson, Joy Hill, courtesy of the Browns. But I still I still trust in, in the defense with Aaron Donald and the others on the uh, defensive line because that's all you need. God. You just need Aaron – you need Aaron Donald and placeholders, and that defensive line will be elite. So you've got that going for you. And then you've also got guys like Jalen Ramsey on the backside. I just – I think their defense will still be elite. Um, top five unit, and then now you have an offense that I think pushes the ball down the field and can also be another top, what, top seven unit, we'll say offensively. That right there, with Sean McVay calling the shots, I think makes you a, a top three team in the league just with those things alone. And I think Stafford's underrated. Be on the lookout for an MVP season. Yeah, I think that he'll definitely – I was just about to say that I think he's a dark horse. and Not even dark horse. I would just put him as an MVP candidate Look, going into next season. I think he's going to have a really good year. He got one of the best play callers in football. So, Matthew Stafford's really so good. underrated, bro. Like, he's so underrated. People about to see some of the throws he be making that get no attention is kind of crazy. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has spoken on this before. Mm-hmm. Next category. <laughs> All right. Let me, let me do this one. Let me start this one off. Yeah, absolutely, dude. <laughs> Speaking of Aaron Rodgers. We're going to the best offense. And I'm sticking with who was the best offense in the league last year, statistics-wise. If they have him, if the Packers, asterisk have Aaron Rodgers, I don't see why their offense would get any worse. I mean, I know they lost Corey Lindsley, which he's a really good um, center. A really good center. Yeah. Uh, probably the best in the league. But I still think their offense should produce. You brought in, you, even though they're not – you know, large names. You got guys like Amari Rogers in the draft, and then you also got Devin Funches coming back. Marquez Valdez Scantlin, if he can just eliminate some of the drop drops, excuse me, could be in a thousand yard receiver. They have they have talent out there at the receiver position. Yeah, I mean, you brought back Aaron Jones. I think Aaron, I think I think um, AJ Dillon will be better this year going into year two. So I think that should help the running game. And once again, you have if you have twelve. I mean. You have a top three quarterback in the league as well. So I just I don't see why their offense would necessarily regress. And for that reason, I think they'll once again be the best in the NFC at least. But Aaron Rodgers will not be there. So I, d- the, I agree. The best but offense. I just, <laughs> you said, but what? You just had to I say just, it. I just had to put it out there. Yeah, but he's not going to be there. So. Yeah, if he's not there, then it'll also be. Dun, 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 dun. It's going to be my Dallas Cowboys. I don't really need to say much. 
we saw what they were with Dak. We saw what they were without him. Um, we're getting a healthy offensive line back. Got all the weapons in the world. And I'm going to just leave it at that. Super Bowl champions 2021. Sigh. Just sigh. <laughs> Sadness sigh. Why? That's what you're going to say. Who else has a better no, offense? No, that's that's not what I was going to say. Oh, you were going to say what? Tampa? You don't think Tampa has an offense that can compete with you all's? I think we have a better offense. I think Tampa has a You didn't answer defense. my question. Do you think Tampa has an offense that can compete with you all's? Mm, yeah, but I would still have us ahead by um, a little more. I think Tampa actually has a better offensive line than you all. Yeah, probably. I would say I would say a younger offense. Do they have a better quarterback than you all? No, they don't. And I stand on that. Period. I would I would agree, but it's a, it's a, it's not like a by a wide margin. Not yet, but it will be. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> you got to stop with this, man. Like why do you do that? Like You know what happens to people uh that just do too much? Um they lose connection and um that's what happens. We had technical difficulties. But guess because what? someone was talking crazy. And you see what happens when people talk crazy? Guess what? Stuff like this happens. Connection doesn't mean nothing, y'all, because I just got great news that the Messiah himself has returned to the earth. And he all is right, here. Man. All ready, right, all right, ready. all right, man. All right, man. You, all right. <laughs> I'm ready to move on. Um, 55 touchdowns this year. Y'all be on the lookout. So annoying. I didn't say that. Let's go with the best defense in the NFL. Can I start this one off, please? You start everything off. Go ahead. I'm going to go with the Washington football team. I think I think uh, reasonable expectations. We only give up like 10 points per game this year. This will be one of those great, great, great defenses that you see out there. No, I'm joking. Uh, I do think our defense Ugh. will be really – I think I think <laughs> – Oh, my God. No, 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 no. I'm trolling. I don't even really like addressing my team as a whole because I just feel like. Because you're humble. We get it. Yeah, I don't like to be biased with it. But I do feel like this is actually a category (laughs) where we could be. No, no, no. That was actually not even like a shot at you. No, you're good, bro. You're good. I'm just saying I don't like hyping up my teams because in the past we have been known to disappoint. So it's like Mm -hmm. I don't like doing that. But Mm -hmm. this year I actually feel really good about our defense. I don't really think there is a weakness to the defense. I think um, our linebacker spot could use could have used some help, and as long as I don't I don't want to miss this name, but Jameen Davis is good. J or G? J. It's one of the two. But it, as long as he comes in and fills his role, I think our linebacker uh, unit will be good too. And I just I don't see a weakness with this front four, and then signing William Jackson, who I think is an upgrade over Ronald Darby. I think our defense gets better. The only real question mark is the free safety position because, God, you can't put Landon Collins there, and I don't really know if I want to move Cameron Carroll there. But other than that, I think our defense is going to be lights out. Um, I'm, I'm looking for the same thing as last year or even a little bit better. More sacks probably for Chase, even Montez. Like, that defensive line is just scary. And for that reason, I think I think the football team will be the best defense in, in the league. I have to agree. Let's move on. Um, you, I mean, you hit all the dotted all your eyes and crossed all your t's, dude. Shout all out right, to you, Washington. You start the rest. You start the rest. Um, no, no, you're good. No, no, uh, worst. So for worst team, I'm actually just gonna say division. Uh, well, two teams out of this division, but 
if Aaron Rodgers is not in Green Bay, I have to say the NFC North outside of the Vikings. I think that this will probably be the most boring and awful division of the NFC to me at least. I don't know. I don't I don't know. The Bears have a tough schedule. I think seeing Justin Fields if he gets enough playing time, he could play well. Um and then the Lions LOL. So that's mine. What's yours, bro? Uh, well, I'm sticking in the division, obviously. Um, even if Aaron Rodgers isn't with the Packers, I know I, I crapped on them last time, but I still think they'll be able to win five or six games to the point where they're not, like, the worst team in the league. They'll still but be, But they'll like, still be. Yeah, they'll still know. be a top ten pick team, but I think they'll be in the lower half. They'll be uh, six through ten picking. Now, the, the Lions and Bears, oh, brother, they're both top five. And I'm going to go with the Bears to the worst because their schedule is brutal. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I, I've, we've talked about it on the air that I just, as a fan of Justin Fields, I just hope he's not put out there soon because it's just not going to look really good. It's not. It's going to look bad, actually, very bad. Um, I'm looking at maybe two wins here, two and 15, maybe three and 14. It's going to be that that type of the year for them. I mean, the Texans will be the only team to battle them, but unfortunately for the Bears, the Texans are in the AFC, so – that yeah, they Texas don't get... will be the worst team in the in the league for sure. Yeah, but I think the Bears and Lions will be two and three right there behind them. I think this division, <laughs> like you said, this division outside of the Vikings is going to be terrible, and it's, it's going to suck to watch. I mean, the Packers have ran through the division for the better part of the last decade, but I think this year, if Aaron's not there, you won't see that. And then, like I said, Bears, tough schedule, and Lions, even if their schedule isn't tough, they just suck, so... There's that. I'm looking Absolutely. at maybe a combined wins total. I don't even think – I don't think the Bears, Lions, and Packers combined win 17 games. Yeah, I think it's going to be the worst division in the NFC. Like, absolutely. I think the Vikings will have a good year, but I think that everybody else will stink and it won't be the quick, NFC East quick, quick, quick. for once. <laughs> how many How many wins combined do you think Bears, Lions, and Packers get? Packers without A-Rod, obviously. Definitely less than 20. I'm just trying to think of a number because I don't know. I think, you know what, Loki? Uh, this may be a reach, but I think that Detroit probably might surprise people. What I don't is know. That? What just, is the surprise for Detroit? Four wins? Uh, maybe like seven wins, six wins, six, seven wins. I know it's a stretch. I, I don't I don't believe in either, but I have, I have a feeling somebody in there is going to be like, I don't uh, think Detroit's going to finish at number four is what I'm saying. Why are you saying. being so nice? Oh, yeah, no, because the Bears will, but why are you being so nice? I don't know, man. I'm feeling. Let me tell I'm you, in a, I'm, I'm feeling spirit. <laughs> Twelve wins. That's three for the Bears and Lions, and then six for the Packers. I'm actually gonna go back. I'm gonna say eleven. Take one away from the Bears. Two, three, six. And that's the win wow. total. Yeah. Heavens. Oh well, yeah, yeah, heavens. That's fair. All right. Well, and yeah. They only, the Bears only get wins because they play the Lions. So I'm letting them split. Each of them get one off each other. Wow. Um, yeah. Outside the division. See, I want to see how this is gonna play out. Um, overrated, underrated. We're going with overrated. Who's the most overrated team, or who's going to be the most overrated team next season? Remember, you're starting it out. You, you, nah, you go ahead. You go ahead, cause mine's might take a while. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the New Orleans Saints. Um, I just I don't. Who that? I've I've actually seen some people say that they should still be. Um, a borderline or playoff team, and I just I disagree. I don't I don't know what we're expecting from Jameis. Some people in here, I think you say he would be most he'd be in most improved conversation. Did you say that? 
Or you said you expected him to have a good year, right? Uh, yeah, breakout, yeah. Breakout, yeah. you said breakout, yeah. not most approved breakout. I disagree. I don't. I don't think Jameis. Shout out to LASIK for getting his eyes right, but I still think that's. I think he'll be. I don't think he'll be thirty thirty. Like I could see him being twenty seven, eighteen or something like that. But Jameis has always been known for throwing picks, and I don't think an eye surgery is going to fix that. I, I don't think he'll be good enough to make this a 10, 10 win team. I think, and I, the Saints. I think the Saints can win eight games. I think that's a good range for eight and nine or seven and ten. That's I think that's where they'll be. But making the playoffs, I, I just don't see that. I don't. I think this team got worse on defense, like with losses like Hendrickson for who went to uh, Cincinnati. And then, obviously, you lost um, your leader, Drew Brees, outside of Michael Thomas. I don't really know what they're running with in that receiver room. I, Kamara I feel like is really they lost good. another D-lineman, D too. Um, I don't know. They, I feel like they do. Did they lose Rankins? No, they just picked. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sheldon Rankins? Yeah. I, I don't know. I think so. But go ahead. Sorry, finish your point. But, I'll, yeah, like, outside of, outside of Michael Thomas, who is a question mark, I still think he'll be a top 10 receiver, though or top 15, one of those. So he'll still give you what he's going to give you. But outside of him, I just don't see anything in that receiving room that I like. Kamara's top three. I really like Alvin Kamara. He'll do what he's supposed to do. Um, they just signed Ramscheck, or I think that's how you pronounce it, to a deal. So they'll keep that part of their line. Who's their tight end nowadays? Taysom Hill? <laughs> yeah. he went, uh, Sheldon Rankins went to the Jets. Okay, yeah, so they lost him too. But um, who really is their tight end? Because Cook is not Hill. there anymore. Hill. 80, 89? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, no, wait, that's... Or did he retire? Oof, I don't know. Their tight end position has always been... Well, it'll be a, it'll be a person with the last name Hill, whether that's Taysom or Buddy um, <laughs> that did retire. So, their their offense just doesn't move me anymore. Um, even with Drew, it didn't really move me, move me, because you saw down the stretch. I will say Jameis will give them uh, more big playability, obviously, than Drew, but I think that'll also come with, like I said, some more turnovers. So I just don't see this team being very good. I think they'll be at best average, but saying they're going to be a playoff team, I don't see it. And for that reason, they're my most overrated team. For my most overrated, I am going with the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I feel like they always get the benefit of the doubt before each season um they're usually within the top 10 power rankings before each season they come out and they start the league on fire weeks one through five or one through six results may vary um and it just doesn't and then down down the line when those when like the no, throughout the month of november and then of course december it's just not it's not given what it was supposed to give in the beginning. So I just feel like it's gonna be the same thing with the Seahawks. They didn't really make that much adjustments in the off season for me to feel like things are gonna change in Seattle. I feel like it's gonna be the same type of play. I think they fired their offensive coordinator. I yeah, think that's did. a vacant spot. Yeah. So maybe the play column will change. Um multiple players I'm sure feel like everybody knew the opponents knew their plays like down the stretch and they became predictable. And I feel like this has been going on for some time. So I just feel like they get slightly overrated. I'm not taking anything away from Russell Wilson. Great guy, great quarterback, but um, I feel like Seattle's going to have that same dance again. And with the 49ers coming back to form, the Cardinals getting better. And then of course the Rams really leveling up. I don't see it going well next season for Seattle. So, Mm. yeah. So, could you give me a win? Uh, 
Well, I think that that division is – I think everybody's going to get double-digit wins. So I think Seattle will probably have 10, the lowest nine. But I still don't think they make it out and make the playoffs next season. I'd have to disagree with that. To be honest with you, I, I agree with your take that they're overrated. But I, I, I do think they'll win the, make the playoffs. And they, I think they win 10 or 11 games. And I think Who doesn't get in out of that division? You know who I was on the I was on the verge of picking as overrated. So you should know who I don't think is going to win. And for those who don't know, that's the Arizona Cardinals. I think Seattle will be better than them. And for that reason, I think Seattle can win a lot But whose defense games. is better? That, that Whose defense looks better whose on paper right is, now? Whose quarterback is better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But de- defensively, who has um, it right now between the both of them? It, I'd give it to Arizona, obviously. But I also think – um, you got to think Seattle's defense played a lot better down the stretch the last season. Their offense regressed, but their defense got a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, I think I just think Russell Wilson at this point is good enough. He's just a playoff berth, like kind of how you people see LeBron as like a playoff berth in in um, the league, no matter what. I think that's kind of like what Russ is. He's a guaranteed playoff berth as long as he doesn't get injured. Like that's it. But so for that reason, I think I think eleven wins. I do think they're slightly overrated. Yes. But I don't – what do you mean overrated as far as, like, people expecting them to go too far in the playoffs? Yeah, like uh, – Yeah, I'd agree like with that. I don't – but I, th- I think having them top ten in the power rankings, I think that's reasonable, right? A team that you're expecting to get ten or eleven wins or nine or ten, whatever. Even if they're not going to be top ten, they'd be right on the outside, like 11-12. Do you agree or no? Seattle? Um, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. You said 11, 11 or 12? Yeah, yeah, like I was, I would have them probably um, anywhere from nine to thirteen ish range. But I'm trying to think because if we're expecting them to get ten wins, right? I'm trying to think how many leagues, how many teams in the league are going to have. Actually, 10 wins. do you remember their strength of schedule? I can't remember who that division plays. I think I have a written. Hold on, down. hold on. I'm gonna go check. I'm gonna go check it out. But like okay. I said, I just don't, I don't know. Hold on, let me check. I'll check it. I don't think their schedule is too hard, but obviously, you know, it's going to be somewhat difficult because they have to play people in their division. And that's tough e- games. Exactly. Damn, who's there? We did we did schedules. I'm trying to just think who had the um I'd say they have a pretty reasonably ske- pretty reasonable schedule. Like they'd probably be top thirteen in strength of schedule. They do have teams like the Bears on here. The Bears that they should be So they play the NFC North. Um no. Right? They yeah, Lions. they do. They play the NFC North. They, no, they and... don't because they don't play the Lions, do they? You know, they don't play the Lions. So they don't so. play the NFC North. Oh, wait. Yes, they do. You're right. So yeah, they, they do. Play the NFC North. So, yeah, they got and the Lions. Who, who, who do they play in the AFC? The AFC West? Mm, no, because they don't play the Chiefs. The AFC okay. North. The AFC North? Or the AFC South. They play the AFC South. So they got two easy divisions yeah, outside so of. I'm about to say, because they have, they have Bears, Lions, Texans. That's three wins off the back. If you split in your But division, then what happens? What did I say? The first five weeks, child. They be on fire That's with what I'm it. saying. If if you and that's all they need if you think about it because they got they got the Lions Texans um, and Bears all late in the season so you don't even have to play great to beat them you play decent and you beat them that's three right there right you, you said those, say, that's at the end of the season yes those are at the end of the season so they mm-hmm. start with the Colts right Colts Titans Vikings what do you think their schedule is I mean the record is after those first three Colts Titans Vikings yes ooh. 
maybe I say they're they're gonna win. I one say game. one one and two. I'm about to say they're gonna win one game minimum. I think they beat the Vikings. I think they lose to the Colts and the. I, I can't see them starting the off zero and two. So I'd, I mean I'm, yeah zero and two. So I'd say they. You go can't two see and one. it right because they always start off hot. So that's, that's what I'm saying. What if and that's what they've known for. Right, but what if roles can? What if roles reverse? This I've year? seen it too long to say the roles are gonna reverse. I'm gonna say they start off hot again. So I think they start. So they win two I, of those games. Yeah, they win two, and then they they sort of two and one. But then they play the 49ers and Rams, which I have them losing both those games. I think they beat the Steelers. That's three. I think they beat the Saints and Jags four and five. And then now you got to think, well, they got the Packers. A Rod's not. You there. think they beat the Saints? Yes. Yes. See okay. that's and I think the Saints are overrated. That the fact that you've asked that question to me is no, no, no. I was just saying because of the Saints. The Saints defense is <clears throat> they have a, they still have a solid. Like it's it's not bad, but it's still solid. They have five wins right there. Then they have the Packers, who we both think A Rod won't be there. That's six. Cardinals at home seven. Washington. Mm, mm. Mm, I would even be. I would even. Y'all be almost mad beat if, them last year. That's so. what I'm saying. If, if, that could go either way. But if they won that game, that's eight. Stop um, being humble, bro. Forty ers I think they split. That's nine. And then you got. What's the name? Texans, Lions, and Bears. You still haven't seen any of those teams. So even if you take a win or two, uh, or two away, that's so you're saying twelve. You said they're getting twelve wins in. No, because I, I said that they're. It's a toss up with us. They, I said if A Rod's not there, if A Rod's there, I don't think they win that game because it's on the road. So like games like that could be taken away, but you still have the Texans, Bears, Lions still. So guaranteed three. Got it. Okay. So I think I think nine wins is a minimum, but they really should win. One 10 of those could games. be a trap game though. Yeah, they could, but they could one also of win one of those games that I say they're gonna lose. Like they could split with the Rams. I have the Rams sweeping them. They could split that. Like so, it's like, you know, at this point, I just don't. Like I said, I just don't see Russ not making the playoffs. It's kind of hard to see it. If there's one know. thing they're good for, they're good for making it. They don't do anything there, but they make it. Okay, I guess that's good, right? Yeah, hmm. I agree that they're overrated. I would agree with your slight. I think they're slightly overrated because I don't expect them to do anything in the playoffs. Play playoffs again. They didn't improve enough for me. Yeah. Um, so underrated. I'm gonna go with we just talked about them a little bit, but I'm gonna go with the Minnesota Vikings. I think um I, I liked the promise that I saw last year with the breakout of Justin Jefferson, but also I think that people have been disrespecting Kirk Cousins just a little bit. Um a little bit. Uh yeah, I'm trying to be easy here. I think he's been disrespected a lot. Um Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I think that I think that the the Vikings are going to win their division um, if Aaron Rodgers is not in Green Bay. I think the Vikings win their division, and I think that um, – I don't think Justin Jefferson is going to have a year that he – I don't think he's going to repeat, but I still think he's going to have a good year. I think Thielen will be well. I think Dalvin Cook is probably going to finish as a top three back. I don't know why, but I have, I have a really good feeling about this Vikings team, and I'm hoping that Zimmer can turn around this defense, and I feel like if he doesn't and the Vikings don't, reach expectations i think zimmer's out of there okay well i i'd agree with you because like you said if a-rod's not there i think i don't see anybody beating them in division i think they go six and oh they sweep their division that's six wins you just got to find four more wins somewhere yeah who they and play I'm, they play the the nfc yeah, West. i'm about to say i would just so right there that's going to be tough and yeah. I, I, if you can get one game off them that'd be good get we'll just get one game that's all i'm asking for but they also play teams like the Bengals. you got to win a game like that oh um, they play the afc north too Bengals, Ravens. Oh yeah, they play. Yeah, they have Steelers. To. Yeah, Steelers. Ooh. And who's the last team there? Bengals, Bengals, Steelers, Ravens. 
browned. <laughs> I was just waiting. I'm like, is it going to quit? That's a loss. But let me um, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We say that Kirk Cousins is um, disrespected, right? Yes. And super underrated. Mm-hmm. Right now, Kirk Cousins or Baker Mayfield, based on all their accomplishments and everything. Like right now, if you have to pick between the two, I'd pick Kirk slightly. Like, and I wouldn't be mad at somebody who picked Baker because I think it's close. It's close. But okay. I'd say slightly for sure. I think people would pick Baker because he's younger and there's still time to de- you know develop. But and oh yeah, I'm not saying Kirk to... will be better forever, but I'm saying today at this current moment, I take Kirk over Baker. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Go ahead. What's your um underrated team? Um, I said Carolina. Um, I just feel like Carolina's a good quarterback away from being a nine to ten win team. Um, and I, I and I think I think Sam Darnold can be good for them. I don't know if he will be, but he can be. Um, he this is the best situation Sam Darnold's ever been in because uh, the Jets were terrible. So he's got that going for him. And like I said, I mean their division I don't think is necessarily strong. You have the Bucks, yes, but I don't think the Saints are all that. And then you also have the Falcons, who have no such thing. Like, they don't even consider defense a facet of the game, I see. So you have that going for you, too. And then I, I don't know how their schedule is, and I'm not looking it up. But I, I think I think that they can be a 9-10 to 10 win team if things go right for them. And I think a lot of people don't see that. A lot, a lot of the things I've seen have them winning six, seven games. But I think if this, the season goes right for them, they can win 10 games. Yeah, I would agree. And then just moving on to the next one, it'll be bounce back teams. Um, and I'm going to say the Carolina Panthers. We were ju- you were just talking about them, all for the same reasons. Um, but I think, if anything, I think Sam Darnold will be the one that will have a bounce back year. Um, another one to look out for, Christian McCaffrey. He was out and oh, riddled yeah. with injury all last year. So he's destined to have a bounce back year. And I just think that, um, you know, Matt Rule, he he did a good job with this unit Um in his first year, you know, obviously with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback and, you know, there was difficulties and, you know, I don't want to get into it, but, you know, they didn't look good last year. <laughs> so like all respect to Teddy B, but they did not look good last year. So, you know, without McCat didn't have your star player. Um, but, you know, we saw some some breakout players, their, their safety, Jeremy Chin. Um, he was a rookie, so I think he's only going to get better. I think their defense looks good, you know, with them getting J.C. Horn. At eight in the draft, um, but I think I think they're going to be the goods, man. And I think Sam Donald is um, out uh, seeking revenge, and I think that's what he's going to do week one. I think they're going to have that win against the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to go with they win that game too. Actually, um, for my for my bounce back, I have the 49ers, another team that was the whole team was injury riddled last year. So I think this is kind of a cop out because of how good they were before the injury. I'm just expecting them to pick back up where they left off. Now the team is fully healthy. Obviously, Jimmy G is a question mark, but I think he just he does just enough to get the job done for them. And with that, he should get them another 10, 11 wins just by doing his job. And if he doesn't, you bring in Trey Lance and give him a shot at it. I just don't see a way where they where they both are just so terrible that they lose the 49ers games. Even though they are in a tough division, I have the same mindset for them that I had with the Seahawks. Just split. Just go 3-3. Three and three. That's all you mm-hmm. need to do. Just split with your, your, um, your division. And if you do that, that should be, like I said, 10 or 11 wins. And this team will be back in the playoffs again. Can't go against Kyle Shanahan. But um, tell me about the quarterback splits. Tell me about the quarterback splits um, in San Francisco. What do you mean? I'm going to just ask you, just give me one answer. So just quick answers. So 
Week one, who is starting? Jimmy G. When, at which week will they switch? If you want to look at their schedule, too, for uh, context, go ahead and do that. I mean, as a reference. Um, which to Let me know when, they, when you have the schedule pulled up. I have it. Okay. So you said week one, Jimmy G will start. Who do they play week one? The Lions. At which week will they switch to Trey Lance? Look at their schedule. Week week eight, they'll week decide. Eight. They'll decide, and and at week eight they won't be bad, but they'll be like. Uh, so that means me. they're going through a losing streak. Then you have no. Them. So they okay. beat. I have them starting off three and zero, four and zero actually. What are those games? Lions, Eagles, Packers without a rod, and then Seahawks, but they're at home. Okay. So I have them winning. So they're starting four and zero. So they're starting hot. So there's no reason to take Jimmy G out now. They go to the Cardinals. I have them losing that game. The Colts, I have them losing that game. So now they're four and two. But then they beat the Bears. So now they're five and two. Week eight, I think they they play the Cardinals again. They're like, well, Jimmy's won us games, but we want to see if we can. Because you know Kyle Kyle Shanahan is he's an aggressive type coach. So he's gonna be like, well, we've won these games, but our season, our schedule's about to get tough. And I think Trey Lance gives us more. You know. More excite, not excitement necessarily. A he, fresh he makes, face, he, a change. He yeah. makes us more dynamic. That's what I was saying. Yeah. He makes us more dynamic with what he can do. Let's give him a shot. Okay. And I think they win the first game he plays, but then they lose okay. to the Rams. I wouldn't be shocked if Jimmy G holds his spot longer than that, though, because their schedule is really easy. So you have the switch at week eight, so midseason. Mm-hmm. So no matter what happens in training camp and preseason, you think that they're gonna they're gonna take their time with Trey Lance. Yeah, and I think I think they won't. Like I said, I don't think they'll need to rush because of how easy their schedule is. Isn't that the perfect time to put them in there, or no? It would be, but also with with um. You don't want to ruin the momentum. Yeah, what I'm gonna say with with uh, mm-hmm. with uh Jimmy G, I feel like those are wins that for sure we're gonna get. As long as he, like I said, once again does his job. And then I feel like we should get those wins. Okay, so you you managed to win week one. No, I'm sorry. What are the first three? What are the first three right now? You said Lions. Um. Yes. Who else? Um. Eagles. Okay, so let's say they beat the Eagles. They beat the Eagles in week two, but but Jimmy G's stat line is awful. Hundred and hundred seventy yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. And they had two rushing touchdowns on uh, with their running back, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. What, what about it? So Are what you are you thinking? If you're Kyle Shanahan. Oh, if that was the situation. If that was the stat line, right? You got two touchdowns on I the ground. Still, I still wouldn't take him out. Now I would, I would start. I would start thinking like uh, I would. I would. So you know, sometimes when coaches be like, they call their players in. That's what I would do. I would call the player in. I'd be like, like. Um, Ron Rivera did this with Dwayne last year. I would call. I would call Jimmy, and I'd be like, "Jimmy, you're on the hot seat. You got to play better than what you did against." This but you team. don't want to be a Doug Peterson neither. I what feel like Doug Peterson like was so pulling, he let in, Carson pl- no he let Carson play so bad and waited all the way until I don't the remember difference, what we, the difference is Carson and we're losing. You just told me we won. You won because it's the Eagles, right? So and that's what I'm saying. And I don't, I don't think that their that's, offense can keep up with y- with the with the Niners defense. So they win. So y'all I mean so y'all win. 
Because I think um, the defense is going to win them games more than their offense if Jimmy G's at quarterback. And that's what was happening last time Jimmy was in. Exactly. So with that stat line, you're not as shot as Shanahan. You're not like, okay, like let's have Trey Lance start. And Trey Lance no. has had an amazing offseason. I mean, um, preseason. I'm going to throw Still that in the no. mix too. Still no. Still. I'm a cautious guy. And I just, I, I, killing confidence is something that I'm not, I don't want to do because once I put Trey Lance in, I'm not taking him out. So I want to make sure, like, I, you can't kill his confidence like that. You can't. So you, if you play him week two, he's, he's your starter for the rest of the year. That's just what it is. And I just, okay. I can't, I can't do that. But once again, I don't think Jimmy will have a stat line against the 49ers like that. I mean, against the Eagles like that. I think it'll be, I think his consistent play will be like 220 yards, two touchdowns and a pick, or maybe not a pick, or, you know, that's how I think his stat lines will be. Like, I think he'll make his mistakes, his fair share mistakes, but I think he'll be game manager enough to get them wins. And that's all they need right now. Yeah. So let's go to our last topic. The team with the most potential. Oh, the most potential? The most potential. So oh, I'm going to start things that. off. You didn't do one? No, I did, but I didn't do, like, I, I did that wrong. I didn't do the most potential. I did a team that's, like, potential. The team that has the potential, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's the same, I mean, same thing. They have the potential. Um, I'm going to go with the New York Giants. Everything looks mm-hmm. good. They had okay. a stellar offseason. Um, a great free agency, um, and they had a they had a good draft. Yes, they had a good draft. They did. Aziz Ojulari is a really good pick. Like yes, round. they had they had a their first round pick was questionable. You know, but I still think uh, he'll contribute. But I don't. I, yes, exactly. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. I still think it's it's still a contributing piece. So and it wasn't it wasn't that bad of a draft. Um, so I'm gonna go with the New York Giants. I just. I everything looks good. I mean, from the off season to the roster to their defense and how promising it looked last year. Shout out to their DC. Um, mm. But I, it all just depends on Daniel Jones. It really, really does. I mean, it that's just that's the, that's the best way I can say it. They have the potential with Saquon coming back. The only questionable thing that I have is their offensive line, but I still think it'll be good enough, and Saquon has already proven he doesn't need a great offensive line to do the things that he does. So, But it would be good because he's had a couple of injuries you know, with the Giants, so I would like to see him have a better line, um, and hopefully they can build on that. But I do think that with him coming back, with them getting Galladay, with them getting Kadarius Toney, with them having John Ross and these, these quick pieces, and they got their guys Slayton and – Ingram and the veteran from the Vikings, Kyle Rudolph. I think that this unit has so much potential to be really, really good, not only in the division, but also maybe in the conference. Um, and it just really, really like def- depends on uh, Daniel Jones. Like the pressure is on. So hopefully um, he's able to answer because I've been called a Giants hater. I just want to say for the record, I do not hate the Giants. I don't like anybody in my division, but. I don't hate the Giants. I don't hate nobody. So don't take it personal, people. But yeah, I think people that the Giants will. Specific. No, it's a couple folks. A couple folks. But yeah, um, yeah, man, I'm I'm high on the Giants right now for potential. It okay. Looks good on paper. Just gotta like, see it in real life. I, I do like that pick. I like that pick a lot. For my team, potential wise, I'm gonna go with the New York Giants as well. So it seems like we, just, we were in the same mindset. Um, I okay. you, like like you said earlier, you dotted all your eyes, you crossed all your t's. So all I need to say is I agree. The Giants are 
they are a team that, you know, they have a lot of potential. And like you said, it just comes down to Daniel Jones. If he plays well, they'll go. If he doesn't, they won't. That's just how it is. Their, their offensive coordinator is questionable, too. But I no, think I like that. him. I like him. I feel like he's really good as far as um, oh. um as far as just keeping the troops keeping the troops rolling. I mean, I feel like he never gets too negative, so I like that the clapping and all that to keep the team spirit high. What a I troll. hope he never I hope he never leaves. I, I love him. Great great guy. There's the bias, people. There it is. Or 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 if he does go, I mean, the Eagles haven't had a run with him yet. They could try it. Or <laughs> maybe if maybe if Dallas, I know how much Jerry likes him. If he wants to bring him back, I'm good. All I'm those good. are all those options would be great. We're good. But, yeah, I definitely think, man, the Giants really do have potential. I've, I've seen, you know, I've watched NFL Live. I've watched a couple shows, and I've I've seen people pick them to come out the NFC East. And, you know, at first I'm like, eh, no, no way, no way. But, like, if you really, really look at it, just look at it. Like I said, on paper, on paper, it looks really good. I just, you know, for Giants fans' sake, I hope it translates to on the field. Or else – yeah, trash can. Anyway, so that was our yearbook predictions for next season. For the NFC. Um, for the NFC. We'll get into the AFC next year. I mean, next. Oh, next God. year. God. Y'all next come back next week. year for those. <laughs> next week. Next week. And trust me, the worst category is going to have a lot of teams in it. And that's all I'll say. I'll leave it at that. Um, it does? I believe so, yeah. There's one team that's headed head and heels over the indubitably rest, but there's there's other teams too <laughs> there's other i know what team you're thinking of bro and it's that's, that's the totally right option. That, there's only one that's choice. totally option now there's some there's some other ones that are getting like you know just because they got a high draft pick they think that everything was sorted out but mm. i'm here to tell you that's not the case so but like i said we'll get into that next week thank you for listening to another episode of points made podcast we really 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 appreciate it Make sure you follow us on Instagram at PointsMadePod. You'll see this yearbook list on there. And, yeah, we ready. Bucks and Hawks play tonight, game five. Let's see who's going to win it. I'm going to go with the Hawks. And I'm going to go with the Bucks if Trey Young doesn't play. Hawks if they do. I mean, still Hawks no news on Trey Young. Yeah, no, still no news on Trey Young. Clint Capella was out. questionable. He will play. They haven't come okay. out with Trey Young yet. He'll probably also, be something to look out for. It is in Milwaukee, and a personal Milwaukee always cooks in Milwaukee. That is Chris Middleton. So I expect him to have a stellar game tonight. And if he I does, want, I think the Bucks will win. I wonder if any celebrities will be there. I don't know. We will see. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Thank you all for out. tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Why you got to be so aggressive? Jeez, jeez. I'm sorry. I'm just bringing energy. Thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. We out of here. Peace. 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 Peace.